Bye. Good night, everybody. Live from the deep red state of Tennessee on Rumble.com slash LFA TV. This is Ungoverned. And it is a great Monday. The 22nd day of January. <laughs> In the year 2024. We're very happy to be here. On a Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, where all the cool people live in the Central Time Zone. Thank you very much, Brennan. Just bailed me out. I was on the call on a call with a uh, potential uh, pet sitter, and they told me, you know, it was gonna take five minutes, and five turned into ten, and it was showtime. I was like, here, give him the give him the number. Thank you. In the words of, so she just bailed me out, which is great. Thank you very much for the assist. In the words of the esteemed philosopher of the 5 p.m. hour and of the ungoverned show. Uh, John Fetterman, hi, good night everybody, good evening to the Ungovernables, the captain's crew, uh, the LFA family, McGroin Nation, everybody who's here, we appreciate uh, everybody being here today on Monday on New Hampshire Primary Eve, uh, very exciting, it's exciting, I'm, I'm very excited about it, uh, DeSantis as you know dropped out, Donald Trump, Donald Trump retires, Ron DeSanctimonious, he retires the nickname what are we doing? Oh my goodness gracious. So Donald Trump retires uh, Ron DeSanctimonious's nickname because DeSantis uh, dropped out. It was a weak endorsement. I get it. But we're going to talk about all of what we should and should not be doing. Uh, what we should be, uh, and should not be doing um, with regards to the DeSantis crew, etc. Uh, as you know, you know, you know who I preferred. Um, but I, I don't want to drive voters away. I'm not this type of person who's going to say, well, you weren't with us in the primary, so now you're not welcome in the general. I want to be completely clear. Every, any, every, all voters are welcome to vote for Donald Trump in the general election. Am I going to pander to Democrats to vote for Donald Trump in the general election? Hell No. To the no, no, no. I'm not going to pander to Democrats, but I am going to ask Democrats to vote for Trump in the general election. Why? Because what's the worst they can say? Well, actually, they can say pretty bad things. They can say pretty nasty. Democrats can say pretty nasty things. But the worst, ultimately, what is that? What is that? What does that come down to? That's no. You know, I come from sales, right? A sales background, and uh, whether a customer called me a Nazi or an a-hole or uh, all sorts of really colorful four-letter words. Or they just told me, no, thank you. It's still no at the end of the day. So uh, I will ask Democrats to vote for Trump. A lot of them will give me the middle finger. That's okay. Some of them will go, you know what? I do miss when gas was affordable. I do miss when eggs were affordable. I do miss uh, when if inflation was under control. And they may vote for Trump. Am I going to pander to them? No. No. Just like I'm not going to pander to DeSantis supporters. And, oh, well, you know, Ron was the right guy, but I just happened to support. Nope, that's not going to be me. That's not going to be me. But I'm also not going to be the one saying, hey, all you people, hey, all you people, hey, all you people, won't you listen to me? I just had a sandwich. It's no ordinary sandwich. A sandwich filled with jellyfish jelly. We devolved into SpongeBob very quickly. I'm not going to tell. Hey, hey, guys, are you people who voted for DeSantis, you're not welcome here. No, no, you're traitors. No, 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 no. I'm not going to engage in that either because all that does is drive voters away. And we know what we're up against, right? Are we up against a fair election or can we expect there to be fraud? Oh, there's going to be 
There's going to be shenanigans. There's going to be silliness. There's going to be games. There's going to be fraud. Ballot box stuffings. Uh, you know, machines are going to, are going to, you know, these ballot boxes are going to be stuffed more than Nikki Haley when she was running for the governorship. That's disgusting. These ballot boxes are going to be stuffed more than Fannie Willis with her special prosecutor friend. Ah, gross. Don't talk like that. Screw you. I'm going to do it. I'm having fun. Okay? It's amazing what White Vein Kratom can do. It's good stuff. TKC.com, right? Not even a sponsor. Just telling you, hey, you want to wake up without the jitters and the coffee? Try some Kratom. It's good stuff. I'm not going to drive voters away. I'm not. I just, I can't engage in that. Now it's fun to look at a guy like Bill Mitchell, who apparently was regarded very highly by the DeSantis camp, and look at him, and he is very upset. But is schadenfreude really necessary here? DeSantis is out. He endorsed Donald Trump. He did so very weakly. I don't really care. You don't have to get on the ground and kiss Donald Trump's feet or do other things that are inappropriate. All you have to do, because you have a vote, I have a vote, everyone else, all you got to do is vote for him. Please vote for him. I don't care if you have to hold your nose. I don't care if you have to wear a gas mask. Just go vote for Donald Trump. We need every single vote that is out there in this coming election. That's what I'm here to do. That's how it's going to be going forward. You're not going to see me dunking on the DeSantis camp. You're not going to, you're going to see me trying to get these people back because primaries are divisive and it's, look, it's only been a day. The wounds aren't healed yet. I understand. I see there are DeSantis people. I'm going to vote for RFK. All right. Well, I mean, it's your right. However, you told me that supporting Donald Trump wasn't supporting a real conservative, and now you're going to do what? You're going to vote for a baby killer and a gun grabber and a climate hoaxer? You're going to do that? No, no, you're not. You're not voting for RFK. You could say you're voting for RFK. There's a lot of people who are, I'm going to go protest and vote for RFK. Go ahead, have a great time. I know come November of 2024, election day, you're not going to do that. You're not... You're not going to do that. Vladimir, you're not going to do that. Okay? You're not going to. That's not going to happen. We're not going to let it happen. We're not going to let it happen. So we have that New Hampshire primary Eve, DeSantis, Tim Scott, Vivek Ramaswamy, among others, campaigning with Donald Trump in the great state of New Hampshire, the live free or die state of New Hampshire, the granite state of New Hampshire, while Nikki Haley appeals to who? Who is she asking to vote for her? Democrats. Why? Because she's a Democrat. How many times have we been saying that? Long time. A lot of times. Last week, we said it about 150,000 times. Nikki Haley is a Democrat, period, end of story. She was on NBC. She was on NBC playing the race card. I was bullied as a brown girl. Okay, if you're so proud of being brown, why did you change your name from Nimarata to Nikki? Want to answer that question? No, no, of course not. Nikki Haley's always been a race baiter. Nikki Haley has always been a race baiter. Remember the Bubba Wallace tweet? We'll show you that again. We're also going to go over what DeSantis did wrong because he could have run, 100% could have run a much more competitive race. He could have. And he didn't. What happened? Well, for one, the, the failure to launch was was the like the indicator that the campaign was doomed from the beginning. Remember the Twitter spaces launch? Whoever decided... Launching on Twitter, where they're on spaces, where there is no video aspect, doesn't understand what are the golden Dan Bongino rules about campaigning. What do they come down to? The Bongino army in the chat knows what I'm talking about. Snapshots and sound bites, right? Snapshots and sound bites. 
That's what campaigns come down to. SNS. So we'll talk about what DeSantis did wrong. We have Donald Trump, who is leading bigly, very big, huge. Nobody knows how big is. Nobody knows big like I know big. Let me just tell you that. It's incredible. Donald Trump up huge in New Hampshire. One poll has him over 60%. He's also up about 20 points in New Hampshire over Haley in the latest Suffolk University Boston poll. We have that. The January 6th committee. Now, We've talked about the J6 committee before on the show. We've talked about what the obstruction of a, an official proceeding charge is supposed to cover. The January 6th committee literally did what that charge is all about. Deleting evidence, witness tampering, etc. We got that. And finally, I know, look, again, some people trust Sebastian Gorka. Some people don't trust Sebastian Gorka. A new, but not so new, name has emerged based off of new information for Donald Trump's vice president. And I have to be honest with you folks, this ought to get everybody excited. Probably not everyone. I don't know who that is. Folks, I'll tell you right now, we'll talk about that towards the end of the show. It's not Stefanik. I mean, I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying this name that we're going to talk about is not Stefanik. She's still in the running. Don't get me wrong. And she's trying really hard right now. She's, oh, I'm in the campaign, blah, 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 posting about it. Maybe she's in the running. But uh, based off of Gorka's information, tell you who we think it is based off of his it doesn't mean I'm telling you who it is I'm telling you what that information suggests it could be before we get to all that we do need to get to a word from our friends over at switch number two usa.com that is switch to usa.com switch the number two usa.com here's a quick video we all want to make a difference in our country and and make change but we don't all have the ability to do so. A lot of people are busy. They can't join school boards. They can't get on borough council, but they can change where they shop. And it's just shopping. It's that simple. We're going to link arms and we're going to shop right here at this American factory. They make the products and they're all natural and they're good for us and they're affordable. Everything's made here in the USA. That is switch number two USA.com. Switch to number two USA.com. You see it on your screen right there, folks. We've been talking about how the world has been going crazy with supply chain issues, record setting inflation, and sky high gas prices. We know how the big box stores were allowed to stay open the whole time while so many little guys, small business owners, and regular people were forced to close. The wealthiest on the planet became better off while mom and pop suffered. The question is, what are we willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? Well, you could vote with your dollars. That's how we make a difference. This is a call to action to switch away from the big box conglomerates and shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. For all your monthly consumables, toothpaste, shaving cream, laundry detergent, shampoo, healthy snacks, and now grass-fed beef, all delivered right to your door. No more made in China. No more made in China. We're not doing that. Switch to made in the USA and join the parallel economy that has been formed. Join the massive sweep happening through Patriot Nation and decide today that you want to be a part of the movement to cut off their cash flow. Sign up, my friend Maria. We'll give you a call back to enroll you, and then you can start shopping at this privately owned mom and pop that is switch the number two USA.com. Switch the number two USA.com. Switch the number two USA.com. Switch to USA.com. We have it there. Uh, next, we have Field of Greens. That is fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA, fieldofgreens.com, or you can go to brickhousenutrition.com uh, and check it out, folks. There's no way to stay positive and focused while you're constantly run down and sick when you're 
Uh, body goes, your mind and spirit go with it. It is a domino effect. Most of you are like me. There's a list of things every day that run you down, and we're all way too busy to pick fruit and chop vegetables every day. But I did my homework, and I chose Field of Greens. Now, every fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically chosen to support specific health functions like heart, liver, and kidney health, immune system, and metabolism. Field of Greens helps me stay healthy. It's the only brand with a better health promise, so enjoy Field of Greens. And at your next doctor's visit, if your doctor doesn't say something like, wow, whatever you're doing, it's working, keep it up, return it for a refund. Keep your body healthy, and your mind and spirit will follow. Let me get you started with 15% off at fieldofgreens.com. Use the promo code LFA for 15% off at fieldofgreens.com. Again, promo code LFA, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Lima Foxtrot Alpha, fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA. Last but not least, we have the LFA TV store that you now see on the screen. That's the LFA TV website. Click on that LFA TV store tab right up at the top of the website there, and you will see all of the great stuff here on the LFA TV store. You can see it. You got lanterns, you got keychains, you got hats and t shirts, you've got coffee, you've got plaques, you've got music, you've got tank tops, you've got sweatpants, you've got coffee mugs, and you have my very favorite piece of merchandise here. Whoever voted for Biden owes me gas money. That is LFATV.us, LFATV.us, uh, right there at the LFA TV store on the LFA TV website, or you can go to jeremyharrell.com slash store, jeremyharrell.com slash store, or LFATV.us. All right. Uh, the Lung says he is busy baking treats. I know what that means. Barrett and Robert sided with the Dems. I'm going to give you a controversial take on that. Barrett and Robert sided with the Constitution. Unfortunately, the law says that the border is a federally maintained thing. States don't have the right to override federal law. Okay, Uh, if we don't like the law, we have to change the law. I hate to say it. You know what? Everyone got all over Chip Roy in Texas for calling for Ken Paxton to be impeached because Ken Paxton is an America first warrior. And I agree with that. He is an America first warrior and he shouldn't have been impeached. If the border can be prosecuted or you want to consider it treason, where is Ken Paxton and why is he not indicting the Biden administration? Why is he not suing for treason. Why, why are there not treason charges? Unfortunately, the law is the law. I don't agree with it. I don't like the ruling. States should be allowed to maintain their borders, especially with other nations. But the law is what the law is, and we have to be careful with the Constitution. We cannot just bend the Constitution to our will and then decide that it doesn't matter when... We want to do something on the border because the federal government's not doing their job. It's upsetting to see that ruling. I I agree. And look, Clarence Thomas ruled the other way. I disagree with Clarence Thomas on this one. The, The border is a federal issue. And if the federal government's not doing their job, well, Texas can put the National Guard down there. But physical barriers, according to law, different story. I don't love the ruling. It hurts us. I'm not saying it's a ruling I was rooting for. But if this is really treason and a dereliction of duty by the federal government, then maybe Ken Paxton should step up and pursue that avenue of it. And maybe he will. Maybe he will. We'll see what happens. All right, let's get to let's get to the big one, right? Trump to be joined by Tim Scott, Vivek Ramaswamy and Doug Burgum, who's emerged as a potential Trump uh, vice presidential nominee in New Hampshire as a show of force that the GOP is united. And of course, 
Donald Trump has been endorsed by Ron DeSantis. He dropped out much sooner than I thought. He dropped out, dropped out much sooner than I thought. Donald Trump has retired the nickname DeSanctimonious, according to him. Let's take a look at this video and laugh a little bit. Okay. You just said, will I be using the name Ron DeSanctimonious? I said, that name is officially retired. <laughs> so there it is. Donald Trump has retired the name DeSanctimonious. Ron DeSantis officially suspending his campaign uh, in the, uh, his campaign for president, uh, no longer running in the 2024 primary. And I know that, they, you know, folks like Mitchell and some other, well, suspending doesn't mean ending. The campaign is suspended until all of its debts are paid off, et cetera, et cetera. And he can still accept donations. This is true. Uh, but the campaign has been suspended just like Vivek Ramaswamy suspended it. And they're not going to unsuspend it, of course. I mean, unless something crazy happens, like, you know, maybe what Alex Soros was playing for, uh, the bullet and the $47. I mean, that's, uh, I would say, a threat. Maybe the Secret Service should uh, pay that little punk a visit. Alex Soros? I don't know. I don't really like seeing presidential candidates threatened by children of Nazi collaborators, but that's just me. Not something I enjoy seeing. But what went, what went wrong? What went wrong for Ron DeSantis? Because let's think about where he was last November. All right, we had just started on LFA TV with the Loud Majority Show. Kevin and I were on there every day. I was saying DeSantis plus 10. Then it was DeSantis plus 15. Then I was saying he's going to win by 20. He won by, what, 19.8 or something like that, DeSantis? Let's, put, let's, let's face it. We were all clapping for him last year in October, November, right? We were very excited. He did a great job in Florida, despite what, you know, we want to say that there is a homeowner's insurance crisis down there. That is for sure. Car insurance is going through the roof in Florida. That is for sure. There are definitely issues, and he's not perfect. Nobody is. And Florida is not a perfect state. It's become very expensive to live there. Nobody's perfect. But we applauded him when he sent planes full of illegals to Martha's Vineyard, and we applauded him when he decided that, you know, Florida was a mask-free zone, and we applauded him when he was one of the first states to open uh, amid the COVID pandemic, right? I mean, we he did some good things in Florida. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, wax poetic about him, but I'm not going to, you know— unnecessarily trash him either. That's not going to do anybody any good, right? He's out of the primary. We don't have to treat him like an enemy anymore. He's going back to Florida, and that's that. Okay? We all applauded a lot of the things that he did. This is true. We applauded a lot of the things that he did. So DeSantis is no longer in there. He was, he was on top of the world last November and December, and he was very popular in January of last year, too. Around this time last year, Donald Trump was leading Ron DeSantis by, you know, anywhere from like 8 to 10 plus points in the polls. It was just starting to widen out again. It was just starting to, you know, become a, a race that Donald Trump was comfortably leading again. But there were some polls. I mean, it was close. It was competitive. What happened? To Ron DeSantis. What happened? I mean, it was because he was in a position. Florida had never voted like that before. It was always a swing state. Now it's a deep red state. He had a very good track record. What happened to Ron DeSantis? Well, what they did for us, the DeSantis campaign, was they gave us the how-to as uh, Jennifer Oliver O'Connell on Red State. They gave us the how-to 
on what not to do when you're running for president. Lots and lots and lots of mistakes for Ron DeSantis. Okay? Now, mistake number one, which we touched on earlier, was the, and as this has Jennifer Oliver O'Connell mentions, the Twitter launch or failure okay. to launch. Oh, there it is again. There's Trump with that. Let me get him out of there. Let me get him out of there. There we go. Okay. The Twitter launch, the Spaces launch was a disaster. Snapshots and sound bites. And there are no snapshots and there are no sound bites when you launch on Spaces because it is an audio only product, which then resulted in Ron DeSantis having to use Elon Musk to promote one of his very first campaign ads. And that's not necessarily a good thing because Elon Musk is in bed with the World Economic Forum with a CEO that comes from the World Economic Forum. Now, Linda Yaccarino, you know how I feel about her. So you have that aspect of it. Disaster. You want your launch to be at a rally, at a popular venue, someplace, you know, a place that people will recognize. Even if it's just in Florida, you don't want to do it. Do it across the street from Mar-a-Lago. Play to win. He didn't play to win. They tried this whole, uh, let's do a, you know, uh, uh, let's do this new age thing and let's, let's launch on Twitter spaces. That is, that is mistake number one. Not only were there glitches and all sorts of, you know, failures to launch and et cetera, but that, that doing, launching your presidential campaign without a video aspect is a stupid thing to do. Jennifer Oliver O'Connell then says he ghettoized his campaign to conservative outlets only. Now, I don't agree with this take because I think that if you go on MSNBC, all you're going to do is sit there and, you know, they're going to they're going to draw negative attention anyway. But what she's saying is he did very well when he was the governor of Florida just messing with the media, right? Just just going back and forth with the mainstream media. My favorite DeSantis press conference was over the uh, what they call the don't say gay bill, right? And he just bossed them around. It doesn't say that in the bill. You're wrong. You're hurting children. Instead, what he did was he did softball interviews, and it did not show that he was up to the task that Donald Trump had been up to for a long time. Dealing with the fake news, dealing with unfriendly interviews, etc., Number three, and this one I definitely agree with. Brennan, you'll probably agree with this too. DeSantis's physical tics should have been worked out before he went national. How many times did we watch DeSantis with the, yeah. the bobblehead, right? Really the, 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 the forced smile, uh, the weird laughs, right? The boots, you know what I mean? He, he, was, he was eating stuff and wiping it on his face. Like these are things that, you know, it's all about it, perception is reality, right? The head bobbling was really bad. He looked like a bobblehead. Hey, look, is this are these like superficial things? Is it does it matter with regards to how he's going to uh, govern? Not really. All right. I mean, I, I don't. Some people say they don't like Donald Trump because he's orange. That doesn't matter to me. I care about their record. I'm not going to vote for or against Ron DeSantis because he bobs his head. But perception is reality. If they look at somebody who looks uncomfortable, and, and let me just say, from the day the campaign launched until he de, until he bowed out, Brennan, did he not look, did it look like he was forced? Oh, yeah, he looked like right? He looked like he didn't want to be there. He just looked like somebody did not want to be doing what he was doing. And number four from here, do better with your online surrogates. And that is probably the biggest takeaway that I have with regards to the DeSantis campaign. What went wrong? 
What went wrong? On one hand, you had people, and you and it's okay to say this, on one hand, you had people saying, we're not going to get into the name-calling, we're not going to do what Trump did. They always said, DeSantis is Trump without the baggage, right? Without the histrionics, without the antics, without the flair, all that craziness. He just wants to put his head down and work. But then people like Christina Pushaw, Bill Mitchell, uh, uh, John Cardillo, and etc. got involved in the name-calling, and they got baited into it. And couldn't stay out. They couldn't stay out. Let's be honest. Trump started it, right? He started it. He called DeSantis to sanctimonious two days before the midterms. Trump's online war machine pushed out the memes. And look, guys, they're memes. I don't care. If you are offended by a meme, you have a problem. Okay? It's a meme. The Dilly meme team, they did amazing work in the primary on behalf of Donald Trump. They were effective. You may not like them. I think they're effective. They Actually, it's not that I think they're effective. I know they were effective. Laura Loomer, she is somebody who, look, some days I, I like what she does. Some days I don't. Some days I agree. Some days I disagree. But what she did when she was dead on over the target was effective. Let's just be honest. All right. The Trump campaign was more effective at running this primary like they knew they were going to win. DeSantis played catch up. He never tried ever to try and lead from the front. He was always reactive instead of proactive. The online influencer class, whether it's Shapiro and some of these guys, Daily Wire, whether it was, you know, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton for a minute, they were pro DeSantis for a while. And I never had a problem with those guys. I think they're great. Right, whether it was uh, Mike Cernovich for a while, but he's a flip flopper, and uh, let's see, it's all right. It's time to go back to Trump, okay? Rubin, Shapiro, etc. Some of these people, Cardillo, Mitchell, they got nasty. They were a bad reflection on DeSantis. I have always looked at Ron DeSantis as uh, the person. As you know, what I, I probably, if I was down in Tallahassee, somewhere, and I saw him. He would be a fun guy to have a beer with. I truly believe that. And I've heard that. We knew his photographer. Remember? We talked to his photographer, Brennan. DeSantis' photographer said, he's a funny dude. He would probably love your Trump impersonation. It would be great. I think DeSantis, if I bumped into him at a bar, would be a nice guy to have a beer with. The online campaign machine and the Trump side of things was not perfect either. There was a lot of stuff that happened that I didn't love. So I'm not saying it was one-sided at all. But for a group of people who want to say they're team sanity, they're not getting into the craziness, they're not going to do all the the name calling, they're just going to focus on being a conservative, they're just going to focus on winning and track record, for them to go back on that and say, well, you called me a name, so now I'm going to call you a name, and then you're going to call me a name again, and then I'm going to threaten to fight you, and then I'm going to do this and that, back and forth, back and forth, it did not help Ron DeSantis' cause. It did not help Ron DeSantis' cause. And I will tell you, I'll take that to the grave. There's a reason why Tucker Carlson said what he said about the the DeSantis online campaign. This is what he said. Take a listen. Can I just ask a question since you all are so on the Internet and like I'm not that much? um, You really get the sense that Ron DeSantis, who I liked as governor, uh, the people who represent him online are the nastiest, the stupidest, and the most zero-sum people I've ever yes. seen in my life. And I don't think that reflects him, but it's like, 
this is kind of small ball. And by the way, these purported conservatives, Ron DeSantis changed his view, and I like him, okay? I think he's been a good governor. I just want to be clear about that. I know him personally. I like him. But his donor, Ken Griffin, told him to change his view on Ukraine from it's a regional conflict we shouldn't get involved in to it's a super important thing we should send more money. One donor got him to change his view, and all these so-called conservatives are supporting that like it's the most important thing ever. I, like, who are these people, and what is their problem? Like, what is going on with them? It, it does reflect on Ron, because Ron should have fired the people running his campaign a long time ago. Uh, look, I, I respect that he wanted to launch his campaign on X, on Twitter Spaces yeah, at the time. And it, and it failed miserably. This is a mistake. And now you've got, uh, look, I know a lot of people groan, but a lot of people laugh. The high heels, you know, boots scandal. I mean, who's giving this guy advice and why does he keep taking it? Because I, I will say it politically and, and policy-wise, we love Ron DeSantis. Yeah. He's done an amazing job. I agree. But his campaign is a train wreck. His campaign yeah. was a train wreck, and the online presence of some of these influencers did not help matters. It just didn't. And so all of that, go back to where I started this conversation about DeSantis. All of that, all of it. The fact that he was peaking in popularity in December of 2022. He was still riding that wave, getting sworn in second term, January of 2023. And then it started. Investor meetings and people started to defect. And obviously, you know... I do have a problem with some people on the MAGA side of things who, if you criticize Donald Trump, you're accused of being disloyal. A lot of people were pushed away. It got ugly. But the fact that he was running within a few points of Trump when, you know, in January of last year to polling at 7% in New Hampshire, folks, that's one of the worst run, objectively speaking. I don't think you're going to get a take like this anywhere else about DeSantis in terms of, I don't hate the guy. I'm not happy that he ran for president. I'm not happy that he baited and switched his supporters in the 2022 midterms. Vote for me for governor. Oops, I'm going to transfer all that to president. I'm not happy that he siphoned off a lot of that money for a race that we all knew he was going to win by 20 points. That money could have been spent in a lot of other races in the 2022 midterms. I'm not happy with that, but I don't hate the guy. I never hated the guy. I got annoyed with the online team, yes, I got annoyed with a lot of that. Okay? The point of the matter is about DeSantis, the campaign, objectively speaking, I'm being objective here, was horrible. Anybody who was involved in running that campaign, based off of where they started from to where they finished, ought to be ashamed of themselves and should never, ever run another campaign in politics again. Where you started versus where you finished, that campaign never went forward. Just wait till he launches. He launched. He went down. Just wait till he gets on the debate stage. He debated. He went down. One of the worst campaigns in modern history. Worse than Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush lasted longer. DeSantis made it through one primary event. That's not me bragging. I'm not here to brag. That's not me dunking on you. I'm not here to dunk. That's what happened. He went to Iowa. He finished second. He's polling at 7% in New Hampshire. He's out of the race. It was one of the worst campaigns run ever. I'm not saying he's a bad dude. I'm not saying I hate him. 
I'm not calling them anything. But it was a very, very poorly run campaign. Lessons should be learned from the DeSantis 2024 campaign. And if he ever tries to run for president again, ever again, ever again, none of the people that ran this campaign, none of them ought to be in any position of power for any future runs that Ron DeSantis may embark on. Senate, president, whatever it might be. Learn your lessons from that. That's an objective take. I'm not saying it because my guy won it. They started at, what was it, 30% in the polls and finished at, what, 12, 15? And Nikki Haley is gaining more popularity than DeSantis? Are we kidding? Horribly done from that side of things. Now, moving forward, because that's what this is all about. It's about moving forward now. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an election to win. We have an election to win. You lose in 2024. If we lose in 2024, remember I played for you, World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, Prescriptive AI, we lose in 2024, there may not be an election in 2028. I'm not saying that to fearmonger. I'm saying that because they said it. Four more years of artificial intelligence making the, the strides and the developments and the advances that it's making. You don't think they're going to try and implement that to take away your right to vote? We have an election to win. If you, who is watching right now, one of you, whoever it is, if you're watching and you supported Ron DeSantis in the primary, I don't care if you called me a name. I don't care if I called you a name. The primary's over. DeSantis has dropped out. You may need some time. You may not need some time. I don't really care. I think the common ground that you, the DeSantis supporter, and me, the Trump supporter, can find. A, destroy the career of Nikki Haley right now. We, the people, can cancel Nikki Haley and make sure she never runs again in the Republican Party. That's number one. Number two, 2024 may be the last election that this country ever sees if we don't win. You want to take some time? You want to take a few weeks? Gather yourself? Find it within you to come support Donald Trump? I'll be here. Better luck next time, and I mean that sincerely. Better luck next time. But I'm not here to play games. I'm not here. Well, you said this or he said that. And that person made a meme about me. And that person attacked my dog. And that person said that's what I've seen. Folks, that's politics. It gets really, really nasty. Really bad sometimes. It's either you let your feelings get in the way of saving your country. Or you save your country and work on your feelings later. I like option two. Join us. Vote for Trump. You don't have to campaign for him. You don't have to sing his praises. But you do have to acknowledge what your preferred candidate acknowledged. He's a lot better than Joe Biden. And he's a hell of a lot better than Nikki Haley. So let's get out there and make America great again. That's what we want to do. I don't care that you don't like the leader who's doing it or you preferred somebody else. That's out of your control. You did what you could. You tried really hard. It's time to move on. It's time to save the country. 
That's my message. And all of you who supported Ron DeSantis, every single one of you, all of you are welcome. If someone else doesn't want to welcome you, that's okay. I'm welcoming you. Come come on my show. Come be a part of it. Let's have a conversation. Well, I don't like what this person said. All right, cool. Don't talk to that person. Come talk to me. That's what I want to do. Oh, this person made a meme. All right, you don't like the meme? That's okay. That's all. I didn't make a meme about you, did I? Let's go. No more games. No more feelings. Don't be a leftist and join Join us. Save the country. Folks, let's get to uh, a word from our friends over at uh, Let's Go Brandon Token. Let's Go Brandon Token.com. That is the only LGBT that I will support. Let's Go Brandon Token.com. Let's Go Brandon Token.com. I will put be, be putting that right up on your screen for you in just a moment. I want to introduce you to a brand new cryptocurrency. It's taking the world by storm. This is Let's Go Brandon Token. And what what uh, sets them apart is a unique approach to giving back with every transaction made using the token. 2% goes to the America First wallet, which is then used to donate to America First candidates, causes, and charities that align with your values. Let's Go Brandon Token also rewards its holders by dispersing 7% of the buy and sell tax back to the community so you earn passive income simply by holding your tokens and being a part of the vibrant and supportive community. And that's not all. Whether you're new to the world of crypto or looking to expand your knowledge, Let's Go Brandon Tokens got you covered, offering self-paced crypto classes designed specifically for beginners. The classes provide you with the knowledge and confidence to navigate the crypto landscape with ease. So visit the website today to learn more, become a part of the incredible movement to embrace freedom, empower the community, and make a positive impact together. Also note that investing in crypto does involve risk, and it's important to do your own research before making any investment decisions. This message is not financial advice, but it is friendly advice to check out Let's Go Brandontoken.com. That is Let's Go Brandontoken.com. Prayers for Matt Brown's wife, Rose, who is sitting next to Matt right now having surgery tomorrow. Uh, we, we hope that she has a very successful surgery and a, a uh, very speedy recovery from that surgery. Rose, uh, who does not believe that Matt Brown is a genius, but thought it was funny when I said he was a genius and then realized that Matt and I have a lot in common because Matt and I are both geniuses. That's great. Okay? No. Matt's the genius. I may not be actually a genius, but uh, best of luck to Rose in the... Uh, what happened? You're an idiot savant. I'm an idiot savant. Uh, best of luck to uh, Matt's wife, Rose, in uh, with her surgery tomorrow. Uh, definitely hope that goes well, and uh, we'll definitely be thinking for you, praying for you. Uh, fourpatriots.com, the Patriot Power Generator, fourpatriots.com slash LFA, specifically fourpatriots.com slash LFA. I want you all to check that out. Once the show is over, of course, fourpatriots.com slash LFA. Folks, millions of people lost power after Hurricane Ian blasted through Florida. One of the first things local government did was put out food safety tips. Uh, because a lot, uh, because a lot of people watch their food spoil inside their fridges if they're unable to get gas for their generator. Well, now you can get a solar generator. It's safe to use indoors. It is whisper quiet, and it's strong enough to run your fridge. This is the Patriot Power Generator from Four Patriots, and it's not ordinary power. It's a generator that never needs gas ever, and it even comes with a free solar panel. Right now, for a limited time, you can get big discounts at fourpatriots.com slash LFA. Use promo code LFA for 10% off everything. The generator is rated five stars from over 600 reviews on the website and backed by their 100% guarantee for an entire year, so it's risk-free. Now, they're called Four Patriots because a portion of every sale is donated to charities who support veterans and their families. Just go to fourpatriots.com slash LFA. 
for big discounts off the Patriot Power Generator and other things as you see on your screen right there so you'll be ready for the next blackout. That is 4Patriots.com slash LFA Lima Foxtrot Alpha. 4Patriots.com slash LFA. 4Patriots.com slash LFA. All right. Folks, we talked about DeSantis and his little post-mortem there. It's time to move forward. Donald Trump is leading Nikki Haley by 19 points in New Hampshire, according to the latest Suffolk University poll out of Boston. Trump received 57% support and Haley received 38%. A poll published ahead of Tuesday's primary election in New Hampshire has found that 2024 GOP frontrunner Donald Trump leads Nikki Haley, the only remaining challenger, by nearly 20 points, according to a Suffolk University, University NBC10 Boston slash Boston Globe tracking poll published on Monday. Trump leads Haley by 19 points. Trump received 57% support and Haley received 38%. With DeSantis dropping out of the race on Sunday, Haley gained all but two points. The poll was conducted between January 20th and 21st. 500 likely Republican primary voters in the state. The poll has a margin of error of 4.4%. A Washington Post and Monmouth University poll also released on Monday placed Trump 18 points ahead of Haley with 52% supporting the former president and 34% backing Nikki Haley. So two polls basically giving you the same result. Nothing is in the bag if you live in New Hampshire. Get out and vote, vote, vote for Donald Trump in New Hampshire. Also, Donald Trump, according to another poll, is topping 60% in the New Hampshire primary. Now, again, I had mentioned this when Ron DeSantis dropped out, actually, sorry, when Vivek Ramaswamy dropped out, that Trump was going to gain his six or so points from Vivek. That puts him at around, you know, 50 or so points. DeSantis drops out. He gains maybe a portion of that 7% that Ron DeSantis was, uh, uh, you know, taking for himself there. A poll taken by Insider Advantage after Florida Governor Ron DeSantis suspended his campaign for the Republican presidential nomination Sunday shows President Trump increasing his lead over former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley among likely New Hampshire GOP primary voters, 62% to 35%. The New Hampshire primary is this Tuesday and is open to Republicans and undeclared voters. It has been reported that about 3,500 Democrats switched to undeclared last year before the October 6th, 2023 deadline, making them eligible to vote in the GOP primary. That group of Democrats is led by somebody who said they are voting for Nikki Haley. So again, Why would Democrats vote for Nikki Haley over Donald Trump? Because Nikki Haley is a Democrat. I'm tired of hearing about how this is a Republican primary. Right now, this is a basically general election light. Nikki Haley is a Democrat. Nikki Haley campaigns like a Democrat. Nikki Haley caves to the left like a Democrat. Nikki Haley plays the race card like a Democrat. Okay, let's take a look. Nikki Haley on NBC, says she was bullied by racists growing up in the Deep South as a brown girl. That sounds a lot like what a Democrat candidate for president would say if that Democrat candidate was in fact running against a Republican candidate. Take a look at Nikki Haley herself saying these things on NBC. Here it is. We were the only Indian family in our small southern town. I was teased every day 
for being brown. So anyone that wants to question it can go back and look at what I've said on how hard it was to grow up in the deep south as a brown girl. Anybody can look at my record and see when Walter Scott was shot down by a dirty cop, how I made sure that the Walter Scott family didn't suffer because we put the first body camera bill in the country in place. Anybody can look at the fact that when we had nine amazing souls die in Mother Emanuel Church, I did something that no Republican or Democrat ever wanted to touch, which was call for the Confederate flag to come down because it would take two-thirds of the House and Senate and was an impossible feat. I don't know what you're implying with that, but what I will tell you is saying that I had black friends is a source of pride. Saying that I had white friends is a source of pride. If you want to know what it was like growing up, I was disqualified from a beauty pageant because I wasn't white or black, because they didn't know where to put me. So look, I know the hardships, the pain that come with racism. It's the reason that I fight bullies every day when it comes to racism, anti-Semitism, or hate, and I always will. If I didn't mention slavery on that day, it's because that's an automatic. There's always been, the Civil War's always been known about slavery. Nikki Haley says she was disqualified from a beauty pageant because she was brown. I think she might have been disqualified from a beauty pageant because she's ugly. I don't know. Generally, beautiful people go on a beauty pageant, not people like Nikki Haley. Ah, I don't know. Maybe she was disqualified because she was brown. Oh, no, Nikki Haley, you know, she was answering a question. It's not really race baiting. Really? It's not really It's not really race baiting? Okay, let's take a look. Here we go. We should all stand with Bubba Wallace today against the cowards who secretly put the noose in his garage stall. Watch your back, cowards. Bubba has a larger army a bigger army, sorry, than you do. Hate won't win. We stand with Bubba. Uh, the only people who fell for the Bubba Wallace trick were idiots. Leftists. Race baiters. You know, like Al Sharpton. Chussie Smollett. Folks like uh, Rachel Madcow on MSNBC. So, of course, there's Nikki Haley on NBC. Playing the race card. Oh, hey, listen, I'll give her credit on this. That's what that audience wants to hear. Nikki Haley is a Democrat, ladies and gentlemen. You hear her bragging about how she got the Confederate flag taken down after the Dylan Roof shooting out there in South Carolina as if the flag killed the people. It didn't. It's a what? Virtue signal. There were people who died in the black church and I got that Confederate flag down. How many lives did that save? You took a piece of fabric down off the flagpole. Great job, Nikki. Great freaking job. Now you have Democrats financing her campaign. They're funding her. They're pushing her over the finish line. Well, not really over the finish line, but they're going to vote for her in New Hampshire. Why? Because she's a Democrat. It's that, folks, it is literally that simple. Nikki Haley is a race-baiting Democrat. She just did it on MSNBC. And that's not the first time that she's done it. She's a race-baiting Democrat. The only silver lining I can say, the only silver lining, is this guy who was friends with Epstein, Reed Hoffman, I think is his name. This guy, he's spending a lot of money on her instead of funding Biden, who is likely to be Trump's opponent, although I'm not really sure. Guy's kind of all over the place lately. Nikki Haley is a Democrat. Period. End of story. 
She does not have a place in the Republican primary if it wasn't for Democrat voters. We saw what happened in Iowa. In the one county that she won, they ran out of party switch forms. She's now asking. The campaign is now asking for Democrats to vote for her in New Hampshire. Have you heard Donald Trump's campaign ask for for, for Democrats to vote for him in New Hampshire? No, don't vote for Nikki. Vote for me. I want you to vote for me, Democrats. I want you to. No, he didn't do it in New Hampshire. He's not doing it in New Hampshire. He didn't do it in Iowa. He's not doing it in South Carolina. Why is that? Because Trump's not a Democrat, folks. He's got a very large base of Republican voters who are going to vote for him. This woman is the Trojan horse that everyone was afraid of. But the thing is, They all see through her. I was bullied because I was brown. Well, if you're so proud of being brown, why'd you change your name from Nima Rata to Nikki? Because you're not proud of being brown. Because you knew if you ran in an election with Nima Rata as your name, you wouldn't get that far. Right or wrong. I don't really care what your name is. Your, your name could be Jackass McFface. I don't really care. I'll still vote for you if you're a conservative. I don't care. You're not, oh, I'm proud of being brown. I was bullied because of it. You don't give a damn. There's a reason why you don't want people to know your name is Nimarata. Because it hurts you. Because people don't feel like they can relate to somebody with that name. Right or wrong? I, I don't think that's the right way to go. Remember, you were so proud of it. Oh, I'm so tough, and I challenged the bullies. Why is your name Nikki instead of your real name, Nimirata? Okay, I mean, Nimirata. Yeah, Yeah. Nimrod Nimirata. That's what we say. Anyway, folks, see through it. Let's focus our our energy on Nikki Haley now. I'm not focused on pushing DeSantis voters away. It's not what I'm engaged in, not what I want to be engaged in. Let's move forward. All right. Before we get to uh, the final two stories of the day, January 6th committee deleting. This is great. This story, January 6th committee deleting over 100 encrypted files before the House GOP took the majority. What is it with Democrats and deleting evidence? Remember Hillary Clinton? Yeah, I uh, destroyed my Blackberry with a hammer. There was a subpoena. I thought you're not allowed to do that. January 6th committee. Remember, obstructing an official proceeding. Obstruction of an official proceeding. That DOJ 1512, that was put in place during the Enron trials. Right back in, what was it, 03, 04, something like that. To stop witness tampering and the destruction of evidence. Meanwhile, you have the January 6th committee, which was investigating an incident that a lot of peaceful protesters are being prosecuted for under the DOJ 1512 statute obstructing an official proceeding. Meanwhile, they're the ones who destroyed the evidence, who allegedly committed the crime that the obstruction of an official proceeding charge exists for. Are they going to be held accountable? They need to be held accountable. I'm sorry. You cannot destroy evidence. You can't. They did it. They found a way to do it. They did it. That's fantastic, isn't it? Anyway, 
Let's get to a word from our friends over at OFP Farms. That is Oscar Foxtrot, Papa Farms. Folks, I haven't asked once today. Been so focused on just getting through the show. Hit that Rumble button, the thumbs up if you can for our show. Make sure you're following the channel, rumble.com slash LFATV. What? Brennan's been threatening lives, so she's doing my job for me. Thank you very much. She's doing a great job holding it down over there, folks. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you have chronic pain. Are you tired and sore? I could say yes to both. We would like to introduce you to OFP Farms and their magnesium products. You may be asking, why magnesium? Well, it's because magnesium is an essential nutrient for cell growth, function, and regeneration. Most people are deficient in magnesium without realizing it. Industrialized farming has made it challenging to acquire the proper amount of daily magnesium from food sources these days. OFP Farms magnesium products are packed with a combination of nutrients and essential oils, which help you feel rested, more relaxed, and provide a good source of magnesium via topical approach. Pain starts to fade as the magnesium works to help reduce inflammation, balancing blood flow, and allowing the recovery process to begin. Get relief from sore muscles, tired joints, headaches, and other inflammatory issues right where you need it with OFP Farms' topical magnesium product line. It's hard to believe that these simple products can help with so much, but they absolutely do. You're welcome to browse the website at the many five-star reviews. OFP Farms is a patriotic America first, God-fearing small family farm. They've been on this show and they happen to love LFA TV. Just visit the website at OFPFarms.com. Use the promo code LFA15, Lima Foxtrot Alpha 15 for 15% off. That is OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15, OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. And you know what time it is. If Klee is in the chat, he's going to get excited. Mike Lindell, my pillow. Listen, he's up against a lot. They put him through this deposition. The lawyer called his pillows lumpy. He did not like that. I didn't like it either. Support Mike Lindell so that he can help fight against these people that you're going to see in this video. Take a look. Okay. And I'm not asking about the lumpy pillow calls. Uh, no, they're not lumpy pillows. That's not what they call on. Okay. That when you say lumpy pillows, now you're an asshole. You got that? You're an asshole Mike, is what you are. Mike, no, sorry. he's an asshole. No, he's an ambulance chasing asshole. That's what you are. Lumpy pillows, kiss my ass. Put that in your book. No, they, they answer anything, any problem customer that wants to reach Mike Lindell. Those are the ones. I want to talk to Mike Lindell. I want to talk to Mike Lindell. They send them to here and they go, or they call about, um, maybe they didn't get their pillow on time because of uh, um, the FedEx or whatever. Well, we'll cover them even though it could be somebody else's fault. Nobody called because of a lumpy pillow. But good, good one though. You done? Yeah, I'm done. What I'm saying. Obviously, is, you don't have a my pillow too. You don't, do you? What I'm saying is, Mr. Lindell. Asshole. I, oh, go ahead. MyPillow.com promo code Sean45. That is MyPillow.com promo code Sean45 or MyPillow.com slash Sean45. I can't speak for the other promo codes, but I can promise you that if you use Sean45, as you see on your screen, S-H-A-W-N-4-5, at checkout at MyPillow.com or you go to MyPillow.com slash 45, you will not get, Sean45, you will not get a lumpy pillow. But if you don't use that promo code, you might be what Mike Lindell called those lawyers. Okay, and if I misgendered Clee, I apologize. I don't know. I think I don't know. I, I, have, I have a hard time figuring out who's a boy, who's a girl. It's in the hard. Chat. When they don't use their names. It's hard. But then if I use my name, I sound confused. Right. So anyway, uh, mypillow.com promo code Sean forty five. Uh, don't be what Mike Lindell said that lawyer was. Use that promo code at checkout only. Okay. Sebastian Gorka, I know people have, uh, you know, you don't like him and Gorka and whatever. And I'm just telling you what he said. 
He does have access to Trump. He's with him a lot. You can, there's Clee. You can take, take it for what it's worth with a grain of salt. If you don't like him, that's okay too. I'm just telling you what he said. He was on a Twitter space the other day. I think it was last night. And offered his insight with regards to the vice presidential pick. You know on this show that I've said that Elise Stefanik, to me, has been somebody that has always fit the mold. Not the person that I want, but somebody who I could see pick uh, Trump picking. Here is Sebastian Gorka's criteria. Said that the uh, pick is a man, a former politician, a New Yorker, and somebody who is campaigning with Donald Trump. Based off of that criteria, and he said it is not Rudy Giuliani, based off of that criteria, that would mean that the running mate for Donald Trump in the 2024 election would be Lee Zeldin. I can guarantee you that if it is Lee Zeldin, that is one of the strongest, most conservative, most reliable, and most loyal picks that Donald Trump can make. He is a Jewish man from New York. He had a lot of success in New York. He hails from Long Island, where there's a lot of voters, which is a better appeal in terms of New York than Elise Stefanik. I know Roger Stone came out and said it's not Lee Zeldin. So there is still conflicting information. Based off of that criteria, is all I'm saying, based off of that criteria, it would indicate to me that Donald Trump's running mate is Lee Zeldin. If that is true. If that is true. Is it true? We'll see. Donald Trump announced his running mate in 2016 on July 15th. There were still a couple of contenders in the primary at that point. I believe at least Ted Cruz and John Kasich, if not Marco Rubio. We're looking right now after tomorrow, we get to South Carolina. Nikki Haley probably drops out after that. This thing is most likely wrapped up by Super Tuesday, and that's the end. He may announce it earlier. If it is Lee Zeldin, you will not be dealing with Mike Pence 2.0. I can guarantee you that. On that note, folks, thank you so much for watching and listening. Really appreciate everything. Folks, uh, if uh, if you can, please hit the thumbs up button as you leave. We got Culture Wars coming up next with Will Johnson at 6 p.m. Based America with Drew Hernandez at 7 p.m. And Stone Zone with Roger Stone at 8 p.m. Thank you again for watching and listening. As President Trump says, we will never give up. We will never give in. We will never, ever surrender. And if all else fails, we'll just become ungovernable. Quick message. If you are the member of our locals community, Art Joe, please check your Art Joe email. And thank you for your support. Please check that. We sent you a message and we want to uh, speak with you. Art Joe on locals. If you're watching, please check the Art Joe email. We sent you a message. Folks, thank you so much for watching and listening. Hit that rumble button on the way out. Make sure you subscribe to us on audio anywhere you get your podcasts. And make sure that you're following the channel, rumble.com slash LFA TV. It's been another great day. Thank you so much again for watching and listening. We'll be back here same time, same place tomorrow, rumble.com slash LFA TV for Ungoverned. Until then, have a fantastic rest of your day, and we will catch you tomorrow evening. 